Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My talkers, it's hump day. It's four o'clock. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got a great hour ahead of us, especially we've got a special guest coming in. And I know we've got a few things we want to talk about, but uh, I'll let you guys take that over. That's your job. Okay. Just <laughs> just before I came to work today at 11 o'clock, um, I watched the deliciousness uh, of the genius of the episode of Maury Povich and Little oh. Nas X and the... Man, he's loved for a month and a half. So whenever this was taped, mm-hmm. it was on today. Right. I mean, he needs to step into acting. This was so absolutely... Little Na- uh, Nas X or Maury Porvich? No, Little Nas X, mm-hmm. a.k.a. going by Montero on this show. It oh. was so hilarious. It was absolutely... Well, first of all, it's classic Maury Povich. They had three stories... Who's the daddy? You know, paternity right. test. <laughs> and they advertise on their show. Are you questioning paternity? Like the bachelorette, ca- you know, is for casting in their ad. So oh, um, he just, yeah, they are marketing genius because the promo, you know, it seems like it's his real life. But I, I just like wonder if this is like something to do with it. his album. I mean, he just right. does like these things. So it aired today. And we had to find out if the guy that he liked, Yai, who's married to a woman and they have a four-year-old kid, if they're really in love and he needs to tell the woman, you know, I don't know. And and Montero says to Maury, look at this four-year-old kid. He doesn't even look anything like him. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's... Was it funny? It was hysterical so i mean i felt bad for the woman uh if she's not in on the joke and based by her reaction i don't think she was oh no she couldn't have been more shocked well this is the maury povich way you know right anyway they did uh you know he they did a paternity test oh they did Yai or Jai is not the father of the four-year-old. Oh, thank goodness. He got down on one <laughs> oh, knee. Thank goodness. He got down on one knee to propose to Montero in front of his wife. Okay. So he is married <laughs> to oh, this yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah. And but he's not the father of the lady's baby. No, no. Oh, and of course, hysterical. who wouldn't want to marry little Nas X who's oh, right dripping now. in money, you know, right. and just like he would be a great catch. And they've dated for a whole month and a half, so the orgasmic okay. haze is real. But but Maury goes, but wait, we've got the answer to the third question of the lie detector test. Jai, have you been faithful to little Nas X for the last six weeks outside of your wife? Have you have you been right. with anybody else? He lied. And so at that then Montero went running off the stage. <laughs> Cameras followed. Jai followed him. 
And as far as I know, they're broken up. It was just hilariously. Okay, that it was unbelievable. Well done. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it sounds funny. Oh yeah, yeah, it sounds funny. It was just unbelievable. And I don't know (laughs) even now if this has something to do with a song off of his album. Right. But the promo was genius. I love it. One hundred percent. That's awesome. I love it. All right. All right, we're Let's, gonna, but we got a contest. Yeah, we got a contest. We're going to give away tickets to um, the. To tell everyone, Grant. Yeah, what are we've we got doing? a pair of tickets to see the Fiddler on the Roof on the at the Ordway on November thirtieth. It's opening night at seven thirty p.m. Now tickets will be at will call. So if you're winning, just know you're going to go there. But you can only be eligible to, w- to win if you haven't won in the last thirty days. So just remember that we need two callers to call in right now. We've got a little question for you. The winner that we're going to have. Uh, 651-641-1071. Please call us at that. I'm going to take the first two callers, caller one and caller two. All right. And we've got a so question. you're putting caller one on first. Right. Yes, so. caller one's going to get the first All chance to All right, we got win. it. You can answer the Thank phone you. calls. And uh, yes, we're making you do more trivia today. It's really yes. quite exciting. We've uh, It's, listen, this it, is ex- really exciting, Julia, for us to come up with the contest. Well, <laughs> we started it yesterday. I started it with... Uh, the Christmas Carol. No, I know. And people are liking that. Oh, yeah. It got a very good review. Yeah, and it's just two 41-minute, like 40 or 40-minute, 40, 40 minutes intermission, 40 minutes. Because a lot of people bring their kids yeah. to the Christmas Carol at the Guthrie. People yeah. are loving it. And, and Fiddler of course, on the Fiddler Roof. On the Sunrise, roof. Sunset. Who doesn't? Matchmaker, matchmaker, matchmaker. It's such a good The Fiddler on the Roof. It's a very great show. It's such a do Oh, and the dancing. No, the that's going to be fun. Yeah. So all that's right, all happening. All right. Yes, we've got our ready? callers. Yes. All right, who do we have? So we've got Tanya first, and then Helen is our second caller. If Tanya can't get it. How you doing, Tanya? Hi, great. Wonderful. All right, all Grant, right. ask the question. So true or false, Tanya, Barbara Streisand starred in The Fiddler on the Roof from 1967 to 1970. True or false? I'm going to say True. I'm so sorry. That is not the correct answer. Barbara no. did not star in Fiddler in the Roof. Could you maybe want to give a shot and just see if you can think of maybe who could have been? Think of this. Um, she, no, we it, might need no. the next person to answer that question. Well, it's true, false. So the person two second can't. There's no other. It's it already goes to Helen. Oh, it does, and yeah. we don't even get to talk to her. Well, we can talk girl. to her absolutely. Yeah. No, we yeah. can talk to her. Sorry, okay. Don't, sorry. Have a good night. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, you lost. Have a good night. <laughs> right. Sorry, have a good night. Have yeah. a good life, Tonya. <laughs> but right. you call in because we're giving these away all week. So yes. now let's chat with Helen. Helen, how you doing? Helen, you won by I default. Did. You won by default. But let's see here. I'm going to give you. Do you? Know, oh, let's not even give you a hint. Do you know? who starred in Fiddler on the Roof from 1967 to 1970. She's a singer. A popular singer. Popular singer. singer. Likes to dress um, in a fishtail. She likes to what? Dress in a fishtail back in the day. Oh, my word. Um, <laughs> um, they're, rebooting oh my her, no they're rebooting her famous Halloween movie coming up right now. Oh. Uh, Hocus Pocus is the movie. Is Hocus Pocus, yes. She's a redhead in Hocus Pocus. Can't think of her name. That's okay. That's okay. You're still our winner. It's it is Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Star. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yay. Nice Yay. job. Helen, who are you going to take? Oh, maybe my mom. Oh, wonderful choice. Yeah, wonderful. Well, congrats to you, honey. And thanks. Maybe you want to be the second caller. Well, th- for this one today, but yesterday we had three different names. Right. So it depends yep. if it's a true or false. It right. depends on how it goes. Oh, yep. Lord. We're okay. mixing it up. But today, Helen, you were the lucky second caller. 
Tanya's <laughs> fingers were too quick. <laughs> okay, stay on the line, and Grant will get all your information, okay? Okay, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. So we're giving them away th- for the rest of the week. It is time to uh, take a quick break, and when we come back... Oh, in random thoughts, Lori, I'm going to tell you about so many amazing things. You're going to just, your eyes aren't going to gloss over for this one, I promise. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll be right back. Now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Here is something that we um, think you should know about because auditions, you know, come through town. Companies, theater companies and everything are looking for actors in the Twin Cities community. And this, what are we trying out for, We're Julia? trying out for um, the diary of a wimpy kid at the Children's Theater Company. And they are, this Saturday, at the Rotunda at the Mall of America, they are looking for strong singers, actors, and dancers, grades 4 through 12, that would be age 10 through 18, to audition. Each youth who does audition has to be fully vaccinated by February 1st, 2022, and would be available for rehearsals, and the shows begin in March. Wow. But if you've got, you know, we've met quite a few kids who have, I'm thinking of our little blonde uh, young man who came through here, mm-hmm. who starred in some, he was oh, going so to be a movie star. Kids. There's so many kids. Mm-hmm. So this is just something, if you didn't know about it, and you've kind of thought, wow. Well, the kid- act is your agent right now. Yeah. You know, just a quasi-public agent. There you go. This could really Show go up. in the public file. Show up Saturday <laughs> at November 20th from 10 to 2. More information at mallofamerica.com backslash events, but you can Google it. But Did your means- kids read those books? Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Yes, yeah. of course we did. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Mr. Captain Underpants. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was kind of our... Our era. Era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, they, they liked it a lot. Okay, so... Science. 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 Poetry in motion. Thomas Dolby. Soundtrack. Okay. Such an eighties. I had such a memory of it from Mm -hmm. um Well MTV, it was a hilarious video. We went on a road trip from Arizona State when I lived in Tempe. We were going to San Diego, but we'd we'd never been to Tijuana. Oh, so you thought you'd (laughs) go down there first and then drive up? And my girlfriend my girlfriend. I don't know what happened to her. Tequila? I, I'm not quite You sh- lost a friend in Tijuana, too? No, we didn't lose that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> he showed up the point- next day in San Diego with a cherry on his face. He was gone for... We thought we were never going to see him again. Oh, oh my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Guys will leave each other alone. No way. Most women not safe. are. Well, yeah. We try not to leave a girlfriend behind, right. please. Yeah. Lori and I went through there one day. Oh, I yeah. used to make trips out to ASU myself from San Diego, University yeah. of San Diego. That was a great little five-hour trip. Out it there. was. Yeah. So we were on a little trip, and my friend. This is when this the year would probably be nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. Or eighty-two, and my friend was um, the song "Poetry in Motion." She oh, literally, that's when it was on. oh yeah, she got up on top of a table in a bar. And was she poetry in motion? Yeah, and and into the gyrations of poetry in right. motion. It's a lot of rubbing yourself, right. and then and just did this uh-huh. dance. Yeah, and we and we all you know tried not to pee our pants on right. the sidelines, but yet didn't go take her down because no. she was on a roll. Right. 
It was that's it like was, Ramona. You'll see her in the <laughs> Ultimate Girls Trip. She thrusts her bosom back and forth at this place called the Conk Shack, which I feel like I've been to. On I the feel Turks like because you were at Turks and Caicos. <laughs> yeah. And oh, this yeah. guy is over, and she's literally like a butterfly. Hello, and she's just like heaving her she, bosom. And the other girls who are younger, they're like, "Is is that is that like how you know? Is that how you talk? Is that, a, is is that, that the olden days? Is that the olden days of flirting, <laughs> where you're just sort of puffing out your?" bosom and then shyly covering your mouth and laughing then popping out oh Oh, god i can't wait for you to watch that yeah wait till you see that flirting and this is the ultimate girls trip Trip, on peacock and they've already filmed i guess the second one it was filmed at dorinda's at bluestone manor oh okay it's with the b-list crew all right i'm excited to see that all right so here's what they found is that the ultimate all-around song. So they researchers in Denmark set out to determine if there's a pattern to music we listen to throughout the day. They broke it into five blocks. Morning, afternoon, night, and late night, early morning. Mm-hmm. And so basically, we do prefer different types of music, obviously, during different day parts. You know, you want to start out slow, then you get into energetic, then danceable in the evening. Yeah. But the song that qualifies... To drift through all different, all five of the different um, blocks that I just told you about, about danceable, louder, faster, blah, 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 is this song. Yeah, and then when they did the remix of this with Puffy, that was so good. Every bit. Yeah. That's the version I really like. Yeah, this is it. So... If you're thinking of a song mm-hmm. yeah. when you can't think of one that oh. is that will hit everything and you can listen to 24 hours a day when you aren't listening to my talk. And if you're broken up and you need to listen to a song that just speaks to you, this mm-hmm. can also be your song. Or if somebody has died, it can right. be many things. But like people, it's just... It's a good... That's a really... Did you buy that first Police album? Of course oh, you of did. Course I did. Of yeah. course you did. I did. Of course yeah. you did. You know what's happening is apparently Taylor Swift's new album was recorded instead of you know how albums are thirty three RPMs. That's how albums are, right, Grant? Thirty three mm-hmm. LPs, but they did it at forty five. Mm-hmm. So people who bought the vinyl album are all complaining about it. They're not changing the speed on their um, stereo. Yeah, on their record player. Record player. And are like complaining, like it sounds like a man singing because they don't have it at the right speed. Oh. So if you bought the new album and you're wondering what is going on or WTF, mm-hmm. what kind of etiquette is that? <laughs> to quote Mary Crosby from Salt Lake City. Here's a little pre- present for you, Lori. Remember this? This is oh, a good one. Is, I love this. This version. is a good one. I do like this version better, actually. Yes, of course. It's got a little bit more bang. More bang for your bucks. You can screw to that one. The other one is harder to screw to. (laughs) You know, you could screw or dance to the puffy, that version. I like that version. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good one. Um, So the new... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dayton's project has been going on for a couple of years. They've been renovating the original Dayton's building, downtown Minneapolis, that is was built in 1902. And um, media go through day was like today or yesterday, I think, Lori, but it's open to the public starting tomorrow. Cool. And they have um, the building has retail space on the first floor. And I believe Mitch Berthume was the curator of all the different makers from Minnesota. That I totally am going to do a I, shopping day down I there. I know it. Yeah. And they're going to be doing some windows down there. They're going to have a Santa Bear window, and they're mm-hmm. going to do another window down there. But it's cool. open to the public starting tomorrow. Cool. So if people want to go down there. And it's all local. I think it's all it's local. It's all 35 local yeah. different like. And I thought of maybe having, calling Mitch and having I went to grade school with her. Oh, you did? Yeah. IHM, Imperial House of Monkeys, or Immaculate Heart of Mary. <laughs> but speaking of mummies, mummies, you guys remember monkeys? Do you remember when they found that mummified monkey yes, in the yes. building? What was yeah, that yes. all about? Right. I guess apparently now too, you guys can that you can visit the Science Museum of Minnesota and get an up close look at the now famous dead monkey that was found by construction workers at the old did, Dayton slash. Wow. What did they ever figure out where that monkey came from? From it was. Event- it was. It was the old day when the Shrine Circus performed inside a day. No, I was just saying. Is it the kidding. old days when the monkey rode in an elevator with the, the he guy used to man the elevator, the elevator thing <laughs> in his cap. It says here the monkey uh, staff believes that the small monkey is a squirrel monkey that dates back to the 1960s, which fits the bill for most popular theory. The monkey died in an air duct, getting loose during a weekend. From an upper f- floor pet store oh. that was above the Macy's building there, so it got oh, loose in the pet word. store, got in the ventilation wow. system. Crazy. That happened to a lady at Studio Fifty Four. She got stuck in the ducks. That's Remember? right. Yes, yeah. she did. And died. And then <laughs> she did. Her. Yeah. That was the beginning of the end for that. Sorry them. to make a segue, but you gave me an air duct. All right, stay with us. We're gonna have Mallory Wegman with us when we come back. Why are we playing the Olympic song? Well, we are being joined by um, Mallory. Wegman, Paralympic gold medalist, 15-time world championship. We met you a couple weeks ago for Project Down and Dirty. Yes, thank you. Swimmer, yes. Oh, my gosh. So it's nice to meet you in person because you really helped us raise money for Courage Kinney when we were um, doing our Project Down and Dirty. And you... You're so delightful, and we're so excited to learn about your book, Limitless, and hear your story. So thanks for being oh, on today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be in with you ladies in studio. I know it. This is lovely. I know it. Well, you know, tell us, just give everybody kind of the summary of your story. Yeah, so high level. Um, <laughs> just how yeah. do you do the high level? Yeah. I, I just high do the high level. level. Yeah. Uh, we'll go high level. Okay, perfect. So in January of 2008, I was paralyzed at the age of 18. So it was just a few months before my 19th birthday. and I, I can't had, even imagine. Right, it, it was left field to say the least, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those moments that you don't see coming. And and it, it changes your life in so many ways. But most of them now, 13, almost 14 years later, have been for the better, believe it or not, right? As all of our moments of adversity are, like in that moment of grief and loss and and trauma, we we feel like it's just all consuming. But then as you work your way through, you find that inherent strength that you have within. You lean on your community and build upon it. And it brings you into this light that you never knew before. And were you a swimmer before 
You were in oh, I yes. was. Yes. yes. Okay. So I started competing when I was seven. Oh, wow. And I've loved the sport my whole life. I really did it because I have two older sisters who swam. Oh, and okay. so it's just like you were a swimming natural. family, we were like a, swimming a hockey family. family. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, um, you know, I got in the water two and a half months after my paralysis again for the first time. And again, how scary was that? Terrifying. Right. I mean, everything after my paralysis was terrifying. Putting on a pair of pants was terrifying. Like everything that was small felt big. Right. And, and I think there was that learning curve. But now it's like swimming's my place. It's the place that brought me back to life after my injury. It's now where I go and grieve and process and celebrate. I've hovered that black line in my greatest depths. And I've also hovered that black line as I've swam my way to three Paralympic golds. A yeah, silver that's and a amazing. That's how amazing. Was it, how was it this summer being in Tokyo? It was remarkable. The Tokyo games were out of this world. And while they were different due to COVID and there was no spectators and my family wasn't there and my coach wasn't able to be there. It was such remarkable games just to see our world come together. And sure, they were a year postponed and there was the delay, but to be together with individuals from every corner of our world Mm -hmm. and understand that we all simultaneously have navigated a shared circumstance Yeah, that's right. was so empowering. And I think just having that moment to be able to compete when during that year, we didn't know what was going to happen with oh, the games. I know. Mm-hmm. I know like, so, okay. So if you're just joining us, we're with Mallory Wegman, um, Olympic medalist, world champion swimmer, amazing woman from Minnesota. Yes. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Egan. Oh, in Egan. Oh, yes. awesome. In Egan. She's got a new book out. I'm showing people on YouTube that, aren't watching but that's our joke <laughs> we make a joke around here because we have screens um, i love it and it's limitless the power of hope and resili- resilience to overcome circumstance and you know do you still train like you were like do you still train every day so i'm on a break right okay. now i'm taking a break i got home the first weekend in September. So okay. I got home like September 5th. Yep. And since I've been on a break, because we're less than three years out from Paris. So that's right. the thing with the postponement of Tokyo, that four-year journey to Paris got shortened to three. Mm. And so once I kind of start back training, it's going to be pretty much just go and tell. And and my husband and I are in the journey of starting to try to have a family. So I'm actually currently doing IVF as we oh speak. Oh my gosh. Um, right, and so crossed. we're so excited. Yes. And we've been having so much fun sharing that journey because I think it's a conversation to have and kind of take the stigma out of it, right? You know what I was going to ask you? And that's it. That's an interesting thing that you even just brought that up because I wondered if you could get pregnant yes. because you you showed me your beautiful ring and you've been married for five yeah. years to your adorable husband and you showed us your dog and I, and I didn't know. Yeah. So thank you. Yes. And, and that's something that you kind of talk about in Limitless as is the underrepresentation of people with disabilities and yeah. what we see. And when you were injured, you didn't you couldn't find anyone like you. Yeah. And, and the misconceptions, too. Right. Like. We don't know what we don't know in society. And I didn't know what I didn't know for the first 18 years. And then I, I came into this world and I was now an individual with a disability and navigating paralysis. And there were so many things that I just didn't know what life would bring. And, and it's really interesting because I think that there's so much change that needs to happen. And those misconceptions exist because we don't have representation. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't see the path paved in society, we don't know where the place for it is in society. Right. And we form these inaccurate perceptions of what reality is when it's really not. And and our thing we've really enjoyed talking about kids with and my my brave husband on Monday of this week came out on my social media and shared that our IVF journey is actually due to male factor infertility. Mm -hmm. And most people, the question is, can you have kids as a woman with with paralysis? And that's a natural question. 
And and the answer is yes. And in this journey, it's actually the other 50% of the coin, which mm-hmm. is 50% of infertility cases, but people don't talk about it. You're so right. And so, gosh, he is he is a courageous man. And I, I love it because we always talk about vulnerability makes us the most connectable. Mm-hmm. And gosh, aren't we learning that in society these past 18 yes. months? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much. That's, yeah. really, that's really important what you just said because I think it's always blamed on the woman. Yeah. You know, not being able to get pregnant or something. You hear, We're always getting the blame for everything. <laughs> I know. Let's be real. But so that's really, that's really cool that he did that publicly yeah. and everything. And, yeah. I, and I like that. You know, you... I was just reading, we didn't have your book before today, but I, we can't wait to read it. Um, Limitless. Tomorrow night, you're going to be at Everreeve, yes. which is one of our, which is our favorite place to buy all of our women's clothing. Oh and, and, you know, Megan Tomty is an amazing woman and you formed a partnership with them and have been traveling around the country because Everreeve is not, is outside of the Twin Cities. Yes, they are. And you're going to be doing something special tomorrow night at Everreeve. So tell everybody about that. Yes. So I've been on book tour for the past two months with them. We are doing nine stops in total. Tomorrow night at their flagship store, Any Dina is our ninth stop. And I'm so excited. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. And Megan and I have been going to each event together. And it's just been such a remarkable way to bring fashion, but also empowerment. You know, Megan talks a lot about how Everive was built and who they are as a brand and, and this concept of moving forward, not just in fashion, but in life. And mm-hmm. that's really what they target. And so we've really brought Limitless into the fold and talking about this stage we're all in as we're all now learning to move forward. It's not about moving on from our traumas and adversities. It's about carrying with us the things that we learn mm-hmm. and moving forward into where it is that we're going. And so we've tied in Limitless on a book tour. So tomorrow night, we'll share part of our stories. The two of us, I'll be doing a reading from Limitless they're going to have 15% off because why not have an excuse yeah. to shop exactly. before the holidays? Exactly. What, um, what, what, like, what excerpt do you read about? What is the... You know, I, I break my rules at almost all of okay. them. And I've been reading an excerpt from the last chapter, which is like not what you should do mm-hmm. as an author in a mm-hmm. reading. You don't read from the final chapter right. of your book. But I have been because it's so poignant and so relatable to where we're at right now in our world as yeah. we're coming... I'd say coming out of a pandemic, but that's loose terms because it's like, are we, or Mm -hmm. are we kind of still in it? Mm -hmm. And each day it feels different. And that's the point. Like life doesn't just quote unquote move on. Mm -hmm. And, and how do we find a way to accept where we're at while also looking forward? Yeah. Which is what you you totally had to do. Yeah. This was a lesson that you learned quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You're sharing. Thank you. Yeah. You have like kind of these truths that you, you talk about. um, And one of them, what that I I was kind of struck by is being scared is limiting, yeah. And how it allowed you to gain confidence, and you said scare yourself, put yourself out there in a way that success isn't gar- a guaranteed outcome. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, you get stuck. Yeah. And so that was just that just kind of struck me today. That well, did I you think get that, to that because you had no choice? You know, I think it was a it was kind of twofold, right? So in my personal journey. Yeah, I was 18 years old. What was my choice? Exactly. There's so much life to live. And and that's not to say that it was easy. And, and I am the first to raise my hand and say no to toxic positivity. Yeah, because right. Life also sometimes just sucks, sucks if yeah. you can yes, say that. Absolutely. Right? And I think that that's the reality. But I also, one thing that I've loved is the parallel that swimming has brought into my life. And how the sport of swimming has really empowered me to learn some of these lessons. And, and so that really came into context 
in goal setting. And, you know, I had an arm injury in 2014 and I basically had to start over at square one all over again because it was permanent nerve damage. Mm. And so when we did that, it's like, here I am, this accomplished athlete. I've won a Paralympic gold medal. I have world records. And now I have this permanent arm injury and loss of function. Now what do I do? Mm -hmm. And it's that idea that we're always naturally we're afraid to fail. And so we just don't start. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes it's saying, you know what? Let's do it. Who cares if we fail? Actually, we should be seeking it out. We should be trying to fail because if we're always focusing on success and that's all, we're always going to set little mini goals. We're going to set safe goals. So we can be sure to get there. And when you do the big audacious thing and you surprise yourself, that's usually after setting the goal that you know along the way you're going to fail from time to time. And then you get up and you try again tomorrow and you keep doing that until Mm -hmm. you get there. Mallory, have you given your TED talk yet? Have you done that? Have you been invited? I have done a TEDx TEDx. at the United Nations, but I have not done a TED. Wow. I am so honored. We're so honored to meet you. I have to ask you, what is your stroke? What are you winning? What is my stroke? Okay, so (laughs) in Tokyo, I I won. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she is, you know. <laughs> my stroke. Um, so in Tokyo, I won gold in the 200 IM, which is okay. all four strokes. Okay. So yes. you do one, one lap of butterfly, butterfly, then backstroke, then breaststroke, then oh, freestyle for all the non-swimmers. You must be so bloody strong. Oh, I can strap my wheelchair to me with like a seatbelt and do pull-ups with my yes. chair attached to wow. me. Wow. Stop. I got wow. arms. That's, okay. that's the secret trick, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I also won gold in the 100 backstroke, and I won silver in the 50 butterfly. But I am also a freestyler. Okay. So um, I, my London gold medal was in the 50 free. So I literally swim all four strokes and wow. I love them all. Wow. That's, that's cool. I was just curious. I'm yeah. like, what are, what are you winning, man? You know, if you, cause <laughs> our friend, Brittany, her cousin is Katie Ledecky. Okay. Sure. And so, so, you know, the swimming thing, I'm like, we had to get to know strokes this summer because of course all the Olympic yeah. actions. Yeah. You that's gotta, so cool. You got to tune in. I mean, we're already less than three years up from Paris. So if you got the itch this summer, don't worry. It's not four years this time. Mm-hmm. So you're going back. Oh yeah. I want to go back. I, my the ultimate goal would be to have my husband in the stands with a little kiddo. Yeah. Oh. So I want to do it as a mom. So we'll see how it all pans out. Oh, Mallory. What yeah. a, thank you for coming in and sharing your story with us. And we hope you come back. Yes. And Limitless is the book. We've got two copies to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. And Mallory signed these. And Lori and I can't wait to read your story. Yeah, I can't wait. And if people want to meet you, they really tomorrow should night. go to Everett. Yes, tomorrow night, 6, 6 to 8, The dining location. Yes. And um, what a... Thanks, thanks for coming in and just thank you for having me. What a good person. You're inspiring beyond belief, of oh. course. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be coming back with that really important topic Hollywood speak. That's right. <laughs> Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Okay, so, Grant, we're, I'm going to start with you on this one. So, okay. uh, after 22 years as the Staples Center, the Staples Center is no more. Aww. Even though it would make pure good sense to name it like the People's Republic of Lakerton <laughs> in Municipal Association with Little Clipperville. There you go. Like that. <laughs> I like that. But no, uh, somebody has paid um, $700 million, the <sighs> biggest naming deal in the U.S., and it's Crypto.com <laughs> that paid $700 million. And it is going to be called the Crypto.com Arena. Wow. Or Crypto.com Arena. Crypt, yeah. Doesn't have as much of a ring as Staples Center, that's for sure. Here's 
the Hollywood speak. They really, everyone is just going to refer to it as the crypt. Ooh, I like where you're going. Oh, that, seriously, I, you. That would be, if I were the crypto.com people who spent $700 million on this. Yep. I would be pushing for that nickname. Oh, just like the, the bank. You know, we have the bank here. The crypt. The crypt. I love it because especially because the Lakers, they're dominant all the time. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm they're taking, you know, other teams to the crypt. I the love crypt it. The crypt will stick. The crypt will stick. So for everyone who's like losing their mind, we don't have to call it crypto.com arena. We can just call it the crypt. I like it. I, I, I'm going to wait because I watch a lot of sports and I guarantee you the day that I hear it called the crypt. Will you let me know? I will let you know. <laughs> we had the Hollywood speak without you, Julia. Okay. The Staples Center, you know, has been renamed by oh. the crypto.com arena. Right. But I already said it's going to be nicknamed the crypt. The crypt will there stick. You go. It's perfect. The crypt will stick, Lori. Yeah. You're, you're so right about that. Yeah, so these PR people, they the chief executive said they hope this will help cryptocurrency go mainstream, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, no, you're just going to bring back the word crypt. That's true. Crypt but, key, but, keepers, the crypt, it's just going to be... I swear that cryptocurrency is right around the corner, though. Yeah, I know, it's but... It's already right around it, the corner. It, it really is. I'm sorry, it, but it's been here and people are making millions of I know already. they are, but yeah. I mean... We're going to get it used. Yeah, that would be nice if we could figure out how to use it. Crypto's current vibe is a lot of like kind of weird dudes and dudes that whose main form of socialization might be coming on Reddit forums and, you know, like (laughs) like that, you know, but I just say these are the rich people. Yeah, we might have to take, we might have to do some of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. I love that. The crypt. The crypt. Uh I I, I love that, Lori. Yeah. Okay. um, What do you make of this? Um, Laura Belizzi, who uh, apparently Laura, Laura, who has a daughter uh, with Paris Hilton's new husband, Carter, Mm -hmm. released an exclusive statement referring to her nine year old child. The more people who proactively love Evie, the better. Nothing compensates for the lack of both parents. Carter, his new wife and his extended family have an open invitation should they decide to participate in my daughter Evie's life. Oh, this is poor Paris. Whoa. Poor Evie. I know, but poor Paris too. She just got married and all this. Oh dear. Poor Evie the daughter. Yeah. He that he sounds like he was a deadbeat dad and just paid for her instead. Well, a rep a rep for Carter said the venture capitalist was upfront with Paris about his situation from the beginning of his relationships. Of with her, and that while he doesn't have a traditional relationship, which Holly would speak on that, deadbeat dad. Yeah, I said it. Just deadbeat pays dad, money. Totally. Deadbeat dad. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what do you make of this I mom? Think that's hard. Is Laura Belizzi looking for some money? Why is she inserting her nine-year-old daughter? It's not okay. Into all of this, this all feels. But then maybe contrive yeah. to get some money grab. But I'm sure she uh-huh. already is getting money from him. I, well, yes, he, he there yeah, there is. But it, it's like to have an open invitation 
with an exclusive statement and then but, to but, go to page six and say, my daughter feels, I don't know. No. I'm very uncomfortable well, with all of I'm this. I'm very uncomfortable because if I was the daughter and I know the whole world knows my dad doesn't give a crap about me, he just pays for me. That's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's what the mom just exposed. Yeah. Apparently uh, Carter has, has his own money. He does have his own money. We've he's known like this. Worth yeah. like $40 million. Yeah, he's got his own money. But but again. Was Carter and Laura Belizzi a one night stand, it, a one month stand? Well. Was she at an there age a, where she was just She was a reality pregnant? star. Yeah, and I know, she I was sleeping with Mel Gibson and Carter at the same time. How lucky for her. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. But I mean, but there was, everyone extreme. thought it was Mel Gibson's kid. Okay. At the time. Oh, this is all so, so messy. But I feel like for her to... She did a paternity. Right. But for her to do that out loud... You don't like... It, no, nothing to expose your kid. Her... This is all something to do... It, Privately, I don't like people who have to live out loud because now your kid will always have to feel bad. Your dad, oh, your dad doesn't like you. Yeah. Your dad's Paris Hilton's new husband and he won't even come say hi. Oh, dear. I mean, that just makes the kid feel like crap. Yeah. I think the mom might be a piece of work, though, too. I'm just going to say. Yeah. First of all, if she liked Mel Gibson during that period of his time when he was off the rails, rails, if we remember. Yes. And she... Yeah. This was 2011. Yeah, right. Heart. Yeah. Oksana Bayul. I mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm. if that's the right name of the woman that he was dating, Mel Gibson. Remember? Yeah. And Carter would have been like uh, 28. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Wow. But still, Paris. Again, this, Paris just got. mad about this? Well, it's her wedding week. Yeah. She's on a yacht. Yeah. She doesn't care. There's no Wi Fi. And she already <laughs> probably knows this woman's a piece of work. Yeah. But I, I do think. Who's fretting? Kathy Hilton? What's bad on her little the image? Is it? I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. I don't know that they're fretting. I feel like they this isn't anything new to them. But maybe the open invitation via the press is new to them. That is, and that's a low blow. Okay, you just don't do that. Okay, uh, Jamie Dornan. You know he is um, doing interviews all over the place because, for Belfast. For Belfast, that's right, and he uh, is on the cover of British GQ. And he is asked about Fifty Shades of Grey, and he said, uh, when I heard Charlie Hunnam got the job, I was like, bleep, that's great. What a nightmare for that guy. He's going to have all this scrutiny before anyone's heard him do anything. He's really going to be hated, and so many people just hated the casting. Then he dropped it, then I filled in, and then I felt that wrath of hatred. Exactly. I I don't think he's lying. Mm -hmm. Listen, that was a fun movie. Yeah. Those books were a phenom. I mean, that was... <laughs> Here's what he says. The press is always going to say it's the best thing he's done since Fifty Shades, as if that's what I always have to prove. But he was on... Wasn't he on a big um, series? He was on a big show it, for... But it is true. Yeah, he is. does get referred to of that. Of course, true. Uh, like, like he's what? Mr. Gray. I know it. And, you know... Christopher and, Gray. And what we was enjoyed Christian Gray. Christian Gray. We enjoyed uh, watching all Loved of it, it. Although I do wish it had been Charlie Hunnam. Same. I don't think there would have been as much wrath of hatred. No, the same. Yeah. Yeah. But we enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I like, I guess, that he's... Uh, that he's Speaking being the honest. truth. Yeah, being honest about mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. The books were loved by fans and the critics hated the books. Right. Yeah. Same with the movie. No, I know. Right? <laughs> I know, but where's we, our spanking? We liked it. We liked it. We 